The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking Halo, Episode 9, Transcendence. Whatever the hell that means. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This episode, we're talking Halo, the finale. I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader's here. What's up, dude? Hi. How are you doing? I'm ready. Are you ready? For this to be over. Thank you. Me too. Over. Jude was over two episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's up, Jude? Hi. Hi. I am. This is the one time I get excited for like a nine episode season. Because <laughs> it's done. Because <laughs> it's done. You didn't watch it. You watched seven episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're you're that far out. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah. Good job. CBS. Honestly, I stopped watching it because I didn't think it would matter to me. And it sure didn't. And I've been enjoying my week so much more ever since I haven't had to come home and watch Halo. So <laughs> that extra this is, hour I did a week this for my own mental health. Okay. That extra hour a week is a big thing. Yeah. Especially when I have to block everything I watch for this show in with my real life. It's yeah. And then you have to like recover from it too, because yeah. you get you get irate. Yeah. It, it takes was, its toll. It's mentally exhausting I watching these shows. Wrinkles. <laughs> Getting wrinkles from yeah, this show? because I was stressed out about it. You're just fur- furrowing your furrowing brow? Furrowing constantly. If your show's giving you wrinkles, just immediately stop. Yeah. That's what I did. My goodness. Got to take care of me. Self-care. Hashtag what do you got, self-care. What do you got going on over here? Oh, um, I think this was a great episode. This was one of the best series ever made. Jesus. Um, and the checks from CBS just cleared. So. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm just making sure that. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's know, right. Because you guys were talking about Strange New Worlds and they were like, are you getting paid? Oh, we're Shilly Simps. <laughs> yeah, no, no, actually, I love CBS. They're the greatest company to ever make anything. I love that you can actually see the $1 bill. <laughs> he, has with the he has a $2 bill. I haven't seen one of those in like eight years. Well, well mm-hmm. CBS is, is very progressive on the bribes. Did you get that um, at a Red's piggy bank? What the fuck? <laughs> That's my lucky two dollar bill. A lucky two dollar bill. Oh, I'm sorry. I touched it. I shouldn't have touched it. My bad. Yeah, it's no longer lucky. Suck it's done. Mojo. I sucked the mojo yeah, out of it. it. <laughs> No, I, I am glad that this show is over, um, <sighs> that we never have to come back to this Halo universe again, yeah. because it got painful towards the it end really there. Has. We learned really our did. lesson. Yeah. Silver Timeline is not the place to be for me. So. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Cage is going to put his money away. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back and we're going to get into it. It's going to be spoiler heavy. So be prepared. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. Money is the number one cause of stress and the number two cause of divorce. Make your money go further and work harder with a certified financial planner from Facet Wealth. Financial planning used to focus on retirement, but Facet helps you with today. You get a dedicated financial planner that guides you through every financial decision. Inflation, interest rates, stock market changes, home prices. How do you figure it all out? Well, every advisor at Facet is a certified financial planner and fiduciary. That's just a fancy way to say they have the best training, and they're legally bound to do what's in your best interest. This isn't just about investments. It's about taking care of your money so you can start living a better life today. Facet has a simple flat fee, no hidden charges, and with nothing to sell, there are no commissions. 
Visit TryFacetWealth.com for two months free off your first year of financial planning. That's T-R-Y-F-A-C-E-T Wealth.com. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you want to play an awesome freaking mobile game, head over to SaltyNerd.com slash DC and download Dragon Champions. It's a fun game. Matt Vader was just playing it, getting his dailies in. Uh, What level are you at now? 60... 68 or 69. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing about a level a week right now. That's good. Yeah. Good job. So, and you're completely free to play, right? You're, you're getting to that level without spending any money. Oh, I, I've, I've spent a total of like six bucks. Okay. To the entire, and, and five, and five of that's just to get a, uh, an achievement as part of. For your dailies. For I see that one and yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> right on. All right, guys. So if you download Dragon <laughs> Champions, go into the promo code area and type in salty. You can get a little leg up. You can get yourself started. You get to level 20. You can join our guild, which is ran by one of our patrons, JT. And uh, we have a ton of fun. We do some fun little raids and we get to uh, share some booty. I always get my ass kicked though because I'm only level 27, but it's all good. I'll get there. I'll Eventually, I'll get to that point where I'm master class level 80 with Masticatish over here. Crazy, crazy person. I've been playing for a long time. Yeah. Do you so. spend money on the game? I have in the past, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's all part of the, the experience. It's fun. Yeah. All right. Now for some, Halo. Sometimes they have some really good deals that are really hard to like, not push the button on. <laughs> for real. It's like, well, they're just like, that's like free shit. And so, yeah. Yeah. They, um, when they first launched, when I first started playing, uh, they had so many like $5 deals and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I'll spend 20 bucks and get like, <laughs> yeah. like a huge leg up. Uh, Next thing you know, you're in $300. Yeah. Damn, how'd I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Completely unnecessary to play this game though. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm going for the free route because I'm broke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Halo episode nine, the finale. Take it away, Matthew Kadish. Yeah. So uh, this is the season finale of one of the greatest TV shows ever made by <laughs> one of the greatest networks ever made. CBS. We love you, CBS. Keep those checks coming. Here, here. Um, Okay, so episode nine, Transcendence, the season finale of season one. Um, So I guess you guys, you know, like I tell you every week how we've had trouble getting copy claimed on these things. And so like we're trying to basically, you know, deliver our reviews without kind of compromising uh, our production quality. Uh, But uh, we've kind of checked out on this show already. So uh, we're going to be doing a kind of like a abbreviated recap of the show. And uh, in this episode, I've broken it down to Halsey's storyline and Master Chief's storyline. So we're going to go through Halsey's storyline first. After McKee nuked the Reach facility by activating the artifact, Halsey still doesn't want to leave without the data. However, the UNSC Marines are closing in on her. As they try to take off, a pissed-off Kai hops on Halsey's ship and immediately takes off her helmet for some reason before killing creepy Aiden and crashing the ship after Halsey gets away in an escape pod. Kai is able to climb out of the crashed ship unharmed as Halsey is arrested by the UNSC. Miranda interrogates her mother, informing her that she's already been convicted of treason. However, in a surprise twist, the Halsey they captured was 
actually a Flash clone designed to fake Halsey's death as the real Halsey gets away. The real Halsey meets up with a bunch of her groupies and prepare to go someplace secret to plot the future of humanity. I didn't necessarily have a problem with any of this, but I do have a lot of questions because the knowledge that we have about the Flash clones is that their memory only encapsulates up until the point where they're created. Anything after that, they have no memory of. They're, they're not aware of what's going on currently. There's not like a direct feed from somebody's brain. So, so, so the, this Flash clone has been around since the beginning of this, this show, right? Because it wasn't... No, it wasn't so, no. no. Um, so in this episode, uh, when Halsey is refusing to take off, Aiden tells her we have other options. And so they had a Flash clone in the wings just for this occasion. So the Flash clone is actually the one that... Uh, escapes in the escape pod while Halsey escaped earlier. Okay, but when was that flash clone created? Because that would have been its last memories. It wouldn't have had all the memories of everything that transpired until that point. Because it was, it takes time to create well, these flash well, she, she didn't need the memory. All, all she needed to do was live long enough in order to get captured by the UNSC. So it could have been months ago. It could have been like a year ago. It, it really doesn't matter as long as like, you know, uh, she was able to... Um, pretend to be Halsey long enough in order for her to die in captivity and fake Halsey's death. But mm. Miranda kind of ruined that because like, she was like, Oh, it's a flash clone. It's not yeah. really Halsey. Well, cause she knew what was described about the children in the Spartan program. You know, they lived for a couple of weeks and then they had seizures and stuff like that. So that all made sense to me. I, I just, I, actually, I just was really curious about like how she got the flash clone. Where was it? How long ago did she make it? Does that like, was it able to actually, are we supposed to ask those questions? I do. I, I want to know. <laughs> I, I want to know where they got that freaking clone from. It's not that it wasn't set up because it kind of was, but yeah. it was just like, I mean, I want to know more information. I, it would have been interesting if creepy Aiden hadn't been killed and like they captured him too. And he was the one who kind of filled us in on the backstory yeah. of, the, of this thing. I'm kind of glad Kai freaking I, smashed his head. Though. I actually really liked this aspect of this show. It was like my favorite part of this episode. Halsey was the, uh, was a little twist with the, with the flash clone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, that, if, if they had more stuff like that in this show, I would be way more invested because I, I like the twists and turns like that. The, um, so. so we've we've talked <clears> about how how uh, this the showrunners are are trolling us about the helmets with the Spartans. Oh, and totally this are. this scene in particular is the most one of the most egregious examples of that because Kai comes into the bridge of this ship and she immediately takes her helmet off. And like starts berating Halsey, like, oh, I want to know who I am. Like starts freaking out at her. And then Aiden comes up behind her and hits her in the back of the head with a freaking wrench. And I'm like, you should have kept your goddamn helmet on, lady. <laughs> like, what are you doing? She had to show off her pink hair. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Why would there, you take there, it off? There was absolutely no reason for her to take off her helmet. None. Especially considering the fact that she's in a combat situation. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. Somebody the, the only thing I can think of is they're trying to avoid the Pedro Pascal issues with the Mandalorian with these actors because they were all, because he was complaining about being an actor. He wants his face on the screen. And so he doesn't want to wear the helmet. That's all just the time. ego. That's ridiculous. But I get it. I totally, I totally get it. But that's the only thing I can think of. But, but I mean, she's shown her face plenty of times yeah. in the series. So yeah. like, like, as a character, it makes no sense for her to take off her, her head protection gear in this moment, especially yeah. considering the fact that like the, the ship is, is crashing and it's <laughs> crashing. Yeah. I do. I will say I did like, uh, watching her cause we've seen the Spartans like sprint before. And in, in one of the other battle scenes, it was really cool looking. They did the same thing in this one where she's running down the runway and she's like passing vehicles and other, mm -hmm. other Marines. And she jumps onto the ship. I was like, 
That's freaking pretty yeah, badass. Pretty cool. It was cool. It's cool shit. Yeah, so, like, like when Spartans are doing Spartan stuff, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And then they take their helmets off. And, and it's like, like what, why? What are you doing? <laughs> are you doing? It's, it's probably a contract with the actor to have her actual face in each episode. In every episode, you think? Could like, be. Well, well, well I, I mean, like, her face is in every episode, but, like, there are times where she's not in the armor. But, like, when she has the armor on, she should keep the armor on. Yeah, there's ways around that. Because I maybe you're right. Maybe they do have a contract. Like I have to have my it, face it, at least shown once an episode. It could. E- I mean, it's probably even I need my face in this many episodes or this percent of the episode each episode. Like contracts are funny like that. I, I don't think they put that in contracts, though. I think that's a that's a creative decision uh, that the writers and showmakers showrunners make. Um like you never need to show an actor's face if you don't want to. The question is like, why pay like you know big amounts of money for big stars if you're not going to show their face? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, well, like, the other like, like look at Carl Urban and Dread. Like he made yeah. he, like he specifically said he's like, I don't want to show my face. I want the character to be the character. Yeah, I wish more actors would feel that way. Yeah, and that that movie is freaking amazing. That's an awesome movie, and it's because of that one thing. Mm-hmm. Well, not because of that one thing, but that definitely helps it. Well, well, there's a big difference between that and the Stallone one where he takes his helmet off constantly, you know, and it's just like, that's not Judge Dredd, that's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ego. Yeah. Judge Dredd does not take his helmet off. Thank you. Ever. <laughs> Neither does Master Chief. Neither does Master Chief. Well, that's... A- so this is the Stallone no, see, version. I have to I have to reel that back a little bit because it, it's never shown in the games, but in the books and in cutscenes, they'll show like... His helmet will be on the desk and he'll be having a conversation with a general or something, mm-hmm. but they won't show his face. It'll just be the camera angle. We'll be looking at like through <clears throat> past him at the general and then he'll pick up his helmet and put it on. Right. And it's just, it's a play on, on the camera angles. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I, I mean, there are creative ways to have a character take the helmet off without revealing who they are. Yeah. I'll admit that uh, being a non halo fan coming into this, the whole helmet thing is not bothered me okay in the slightest and i but i I get it why game players would be upset but you know we've talked about it before he doesn't take his helmet off in the game because you know it's you they want to have that illusion of of your view of him being him in the game so yeah but but it makes sense i mean i think they've kind of trolled us with this and it's been a bit much they didn't have to have his helmet and his armor off literally the entire show well, like well, they've the, done. the big problem with what so, kai did in this episode is, is that logically from a story perspective right. there's no reason for her to take her helmet off in that moment it's specifically just like for yeah. plot contrivance reasons. i mean the other two like don't that. have their helmets off as much as, as kai and master chief do and it's probably because they don't have as many lines well well so. i mean vanek and um and riz both constantly wear their helmets because they're conditioned to keep themselves armored and protected mm-hmm. when they're in combat situations. Yeah. There's never been a situation where Vanek or Riz took their helmet off to speak to someone, you know, casually. <laughs> uh, and and the contrast between, I guess it's maybe because the Kai and Chief removed their emotional regulators or something like that. So like they're more predisposed to want to show their face. But maybe like, the production it, just didn't want to have to go in and do ADR. It, it was just a weird creative decision on the showrunner's part to like have them take their helmets off so much. It was just very strange. Well, what's funny to me about this episode is Master Chief runs around with his helmet off the entire time and he's completely wasted. His, his bleeding cuts, yeah. bruises, yeah. eyeball falling out of his skull. Probably. He's all jacked up. I really should have wore my helmet. Oh my God, what is wrong with me? He's yeah. running around in his PJs half the support. After he got the shit kicked out of him by Vanek. Yeah. You know, Vanek? Fully think, armored, fully I, helmeted. Just kick the shit out of him. So I, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just a funny I think Vanek thing. might be my favorite character in this I show. I kind of think too. 
He's pretty dope. I can't wait till we get to see him with a mustache and yes, stuff like we were talking about. Earlier. I would love it if they it's if like, they pull, pull that pull that plug out of his back and let's give him some some emotions. I thought you were gonna go say something else. <laughs> mustache thing made me think of the Orville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That'd be great. Go full they... go full Bordis. Yes, Georgia. <laughs> These cigarettes are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to mention, it, it's not a big deal, but I know it seems a little bit weird. Um, so Halsey's ship crashes. Kai is still on it and it just goes freaking hard into the ground and it mm-hmm. explodes. It's a big, huge thing. And then she just crawls out completely unscathed. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a like, hero moment. I, I, yeah, I get it. And to <laughs> yeah, a certain extent, like, yes, Master Chief kind of did the same thing in uh, one of the episodes where he takes that banshee and he flies it into the the uh, mm-hmm. phantom and it blows up and then he stands up and it's a big heroic moment. It's the same thing with this. this but he seemed he was a little scruffed up after yeah. that. Like she just walked off and like, no, yeah, well, I, I like her. <laughs> I, you know, I don't get upset about those kind of scenes in these kind of shows because it's a video game comic book yeah. show. You know, it's like, give us the the moments where we where we're all like, how in the fuck did she do that? Because she's but a it, Spartan. Because she's yeah. awesome. And yeah. it doesn't really matter. You, yeah. you know, it's it's just uh, we knew she wasn't dead. Right. I mean, well, that's interesting. I knew, she, I knew she wasn't going to die. I, I mean, and I don't even care that much i'm not in it that invested but there's no way that was gonna happen i guess not but i always, i thought it would be interesting if if in the first season they did if, kill if, off if, if she's Spartans. gonna if she dies it's gonna be like saving master chief's life in a battle or something Maybe. somewhere yeah not crash landing on the ship yeah with, with dipshit so <laughs> it was creepy Aiden. i love that yeah. they freaking smashed that dude's skull that was great i still yeah. think creepy Aiden's a clone maybe could be yeah you could come back again that's the fun thing about these shows any anything can happen yeah but I just I thought it was funny because he he hits her in the back of the head with that stupid wrench and then he's like oh shit you you're a Spartan I'm not gonna be able to do shit to you and then she just picks him up and freaking smashes him and then I'm like that was good yeah. that was a good moment it was good it was yeah. funny you like when Mace Windu comes back in the next Star Wars movie we're gonna go yep knew he was still alive and everybody's gonna freak out I'm gonna go it don't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> it's Mace fucking Windu <laughs> it's goddamn Samuel L Jackson dude to be all fucked up with one arm missing. Yeah. I want to see that. I do. I want to see that. It's like, where has he been this whole fucking time? Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. What happens next, Gators? All right. So time for Master Chief's storyline. McKee takes the artifact and, thanks to the help of a very willing military policeman, makes her way back to the confiscated Covenant ship that is in no way locked down or disabled for some reason. And after McKee escapes, Master Chief claims that the info she gave him thanks to his deep dick and interrogation techniques wasn't a lie and that the gravity wells in the system McKee claimed the Covenant were in was hiding a planet and Cortana agrees with him. Silver Team gets on the ship and flies into, into the system like a ball of yarn and navigates their way through the gravity distortion to the Covenant planet. As the Spartans infiltrate the lightly guarded planet, the prophets are happy that McKee returned with the artifacts and plot to kill her as soon as she is no longer of use, because it turns out they hate all humans and want to wipe them out completely. When the Spartans are discovered, Covenant reinforcements show up and McKee makes contact with the artifacts, rendering John useless. In an effort to save Master Chief, Kai kills McKee, probably because she was making marriage eyes at her man, and frees John from the influence of the artifacts. However, before McKee dies, the artifacts reveal a star chart showing the location of the halo to the prophets, but of course the star charts are incomplete. Silver Team starts getting their asses kicked, and it turns out Master Chief can't save his team and also retrieve the artifacts, so he sacrifices himself, dying, so Cortana can take him over as she was originally programmed to. Cortana then kills all the Covenant, saves Silver Team, and retrieves the artifacts. 
As they fly away, it is unclear if Cortana will give Chief back his body or if John 117 is dead for good. The end. Fuck you, CBS. God, I hated that whole. <laughs> well, uh, before we get into that, I want to talk about <clears throat> McKee's escape because like she shoots the one Marine and she's like, where's my ship? And they're like, oh, it's in B7 around the corner to the left. You want an escort? I'll take you there. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> Is that all you got, really? It was a little goofy. Marines, they were military police. It was, uh, it was just goofy. It was just weird. It was a weird moment, but but, but but you'd think like like the the guy would be like, "Fuck you! I'm not taking you to your ship so you yeah. can escape." You, yeah. you spy. I love the deep, the deep dick interrogation thing. That was, yeah, that was another funny moment. I was watching this and they're like, well, how can you possibly trust anything she said? And he's like, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh my God. I took care of that. You freaking idiot. You dumbass. Like gave it to her so good. She wouldn't lie. Listen, I I bone tomahawk that bitch. She's good to go. (laughs) Jesus. It's like, oh my God. It was just such a dumb line. I'm like, oh, I trust her because I boned her an episode ago. I was just like, Ugh. this is such a whole, the second half of this episode was so weird to me. Yeah. You know, we got to see the Skeksy dude comes back, the, the alien creepers with <laughs> the prophets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Actually, guys. I will say, I will give them credit for this. No, yeah. they, my, my biggest complaint about McKee as a character is the whole time I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, the Covenant literally are on like a religious crusade to oh, yeah. kill all humans. Yeah, she's done. It, it doesn't make any sense for her to be on their side. They covered their ass with one single line in this User. episode. Said, don't worry. As soon as she's not useful to us, we'll kill her. I was like, okay. Yeah. You're good. Good job. Yeah. Well done. You just covered your ass for the entire season with her character. 100%. 100% so, well, I, I have to give him credit for that because I was worried they weren't going to do that. And it almost felt like an afterthought because it was such a weird cut. They cut to the scene where there's just like two prophets in the background talking in their gibberish language. By the water cooler. By the water cooler. And I'm like, and then it cuts back to Chief. And I'm like, that was, that was weird. Did they add that later? Because they knew they had to put that line in there somewhere. I don't know if they planned on doing that the whole time or what, but one, yeah. one of the things that struck me, and I know that they did this in episode one as well, is so like the Spartans jump out of their their ship and they like fall yeah. thousands of feet and then they like hit the ground in like the kneeling hero stance. Mm-hmm. And um in the games they use drop pods where like the pods are the things that absorb the impact hit yeah. the ground, then the Spartans come out of it. So I'm like, how are they just They're, not breaking every bone in their body when they like hit the ground? Well, like see, that? have you ever watched this movie called Iron Man? <laughs> <laughs> they you do. Know, that's good how I mean they full on like hero pose land. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so I I I have a I don't disagree with you. It is a bit extreme. Yeah. But there's precedence for that. Like in the early games, if you fell a certain distance, you would get hurt. Like in the in Halos one through three. These guys are jumping out of orbital. Orbital. Or landing. Or orbit height. Yeah. And they're not even like on fire or (laughs) hot from the entry or whatever. It was it's a bit goofy. I will admit that. But (laughs) what I liked about it was when they landed and they killed all the sleeping grunts, that's a direct callback to the games where like if you run up into a new area that you haven't been there before, there's always a bunch of sleeping grunts and you can like knock their numbers out by just walking up and hitting them. I thought that was clever. It's a nice little nod to the games. The whole orbital landing thing in the newer games, there's no uh, death by fall. Yeah. So you can jump off of whatever and you can land and you're fine. There's no damage taken. So they, it's a change in the new games versus the old games. You know, I'm just, but. I'm assuming the ground on this janky ass <laughs> sand, sand planet that they land on is pretty spongy. It's fucking anyway. Tatooine. <laughs> this, this sets that they use. You didn't are, like this? It was awful. Really? It looked like, it's like, I don't want to watch a video game in my video game movie. Not when they've already set the bar as high as they have with this. This stuff looked like something they pulled out of a, 
out of out of a out of a video game. I did I didn't like it. Hmm. This this the pyramids and the thing. It just it looked really tacky and kind of there's a there's there. a halo map in one of the games i can't remember what it's called but it looks very similar well to that's this. that's kind of what i think me of. yeah i think they I think got they, i think that. they were trying to play like an homage or something to the video games like hey well they're gonna be on this map that's how i that's stuff. what i took it as i just i didn't because there is there's a literally a map that's it, covered in sand and mm-hmm. there's like a, a pyramid section and then there's like a big temple in the middle of it and you have to like go fight it's it's, it's a map from the game it's just a yeah. little bit different but it didn't bother me that much. You're probably gonna get get called out on that. But, you know. Maybe fact check me. I don't care. Somebody <laughs> fact check me on it because I, I. That's all right. Yeah, whatever. but that's what it reminded me of. It, yeah, it did. It, it didn't. It didn't seem dirty and generic and and I don't know if those were the right Lived words. Lived in. It, yeah, it, it just it felt too clean and and I, computer I, generated. I didn't have me. a problem with the uh, virtual sets or like the heavy use of CGI in this episode. Um, the the thing that kind of really got me though is that so this is supposed to be the finale of season one and it didn't feel like anything happened it was, it was like they went to a different place mm-hmm. and they got the thing and then they left and it was like <laughs> you know you'd think that the first season of this there would be like a big reveal that's like oh like you know the halo or like the gla- the destruction of reach or you know something significant to kind of thrust us into the second season and i've i've heard rumors that um originally there were supposed to be 10 episodes in the season and because of all the covid shutdowns and the switching of the uh, showrunners late in the game and stuff like that they just ran out of money and so they had to condense stuff into like this episode and this was actually supposed to be the second to last episode of the season as opposed to the finale mm, that would make more sense and, and so like they they didn't really get like the payoff that they wanted to i just felt like this was like a a, a wet noodle of a of a season finale this because we're, we're watching it right here um this scene i want to talk about when they're going in space and they're traveling to this planet and they like go a ball through, of yarn. like a ball of yarn they go through this weird little wormhole type mm-hmm. thing like a ball of yarn and um vanek and riz have not taken their chips out, correct? No. Correct. But Vanek, when he's going through that little wormhole thing, the dude is freaking out. Yeah, yeah he's like, he's, I don't like this. I don't like this don't one like bit, Chief. Like, he's legit, like, freaking out. And I'm like, that's not, that hasn't been how or he's are they, acted. Are they complete emotional inhibitors? Yeah. Because they're, they're supposed to be, like, just straight face. Because yeah. that's what they've been, like, the whole previous part of this whole season. And I was, I was just watching this. And I'm like, because I like that. I, I, feel, I didn't I mind like, that he did that. Because I, I think immediately I'm like, oh, it would be so funny if, like, when he takes his chip out, he grows a big handlebar mustache so here, and he hates flying through space. Like he's terrified of it. Here's kind of how I wrote that in my head is that when they all got confronted and, and realized that Halsey was a full, liar of shit, yeah. and full of shit and, and you know, and Kai and, and Master Chief were like, this is what's really going on. And all, you know, in that, that yeah. scene, I feel like something might have like uh, overridden and pacified the the emotional inhibitor chip. Okay. Maybe a little bit, but that's just in my head. They yeah, never they didn't address it. or address that at all in there. But I, I could see something like that happening to maybe where they're slowly kind of overriding okay. the chip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I, that would make sense. I would accept to me. that. I, I just, yeah, I wanted but they like, need to address I wanted that. like a, a line, line of dialogue. Line. Yeah, just yeah, one yeah. line of dialogue where like it's weird. Have you noticed your chip isn't working <clears> anymore? Like, oh, I don't guess so. Because he does act different. Yeah, and I they, liked they it. They both though. do a little bit. Yeah, but I liked it in this episode. I liked that he was freaking out, going through the wormhole, like "This ain't good, Chief. We're, we're freaking dying over here." I thought it was funny. I had a good time with it. Uh, but anyway, so the, the I I didn't mind the CGI and the big final uh, battle. I thought it looked hokey. It, it wasn't that big of a deal for you, me. You know what I really don't like? Do you want to talk about the elephant um, in the room? I don't like zombie chief. <sighs> All right, let's talk about the zombie. So explain. Yeah. Can I so, ask a question. Yeah, what's up? Um, the last two episodes has there any has there been any Quan Ha? Nope. No. Oh man! <laughs> you could have watched. You could have watched. 
No, I, none of it. Which, I think the Quan Ha episode is what broke me. I was which, just like, yeah. I'm fucking done. Which is funny because they haven't addressed her at all since her story ended. She and I, very I, I'm, important. I'm looking back at, yeah, I'm looking back at this whole thing and I'm like, she was completely pointless. Yeah. We spent so all, we spent all that freaking screen time with her. And the yeah. only thing that she did was f- in annoy the, f- everyone. In the f- yeah. In the first, very, very first episode, the only thing that she did was she was the one who found the covenant looking for the artifact, which brought the, the Spartans in. And I'm like, that's it. That like, if you, if you look at the story of like the artifact and chief and the UNSC and the covenant, Quan Ha's storyline just veers off to the left and, and has nothing to do with the rest of the show. What did we do that for? It's yeah. so weird. I bet we find out next season. I hope not. I, I also feel like I'm not gonna. <laughs> I also feel like because they had to cut like an episode from the season, like there might have been something to tie in Quan Ha uh, into the finale and lead us into season two that we didn't get. But I, I'm grateful for that because I hate every time she's on screen. Like it's it's painful to watch when Quan yeah. Ha is on yeah. screen. Anyway, so. The final battle scene, and then we get this this big character moment with Chief where um, McKee touches the artifact and they like she connects with him inside this uh, the domain and, and with the Halo universe and stuff like that in this like computerized version of the world. And they're like just sitting there chatting with each other. And in the meantime, Chief's team is getting completely obliterated. Getting spaghettied. And he is <laughs> he is not useful at all. And uh, Kai does, I, honestly, I think Kai does the right thing. Freaking shoots McKee to stop her from touching the artifact so that Chief can come back. And, I, you know, I was the whole time I was thinking, I'm like, oh, it'd be freaking dope. Is Here's what's going to happen. Okay, so Chief is going to realize that his team is dying. He's like, okay, Kai, grab the artifact. You're also a Spartan. You're super strong. You can grab it. You can carry it for me because I can't touch it. I will get, I'll call Cortana to get the Pelican to come down and use it as a blockade to fight off all the elites that are coming towards us, just like they did. And Cortana's doing that. I'm helping the other two. I'm fighting the, the elites off. And then we all get in together. Kai's the one who brings the artifact in and we fly off. I'm like, that would have been how this worked, but nope. We had to kill Master Chief. We had to kill John. Well, we had to let Master Chief succumb. It's like, okay, man, I trust you, Cortana. Just take me over and do your thing. And- but this is the most <laughs> useful he's been in the entire yeah. show. Like, this is his most badass <clears throat> moment. This is the this is the hero moment for this well, character. So think, and it's not even him. So is that the reason people are freaking out? Is because the Master Chief we've all waited for and, and wanted to see is not actually finally him. here, but it's really Cortana. Yeah. Not Master Chief. That's ridiculous. Cortana Chief. Cortana Chief, Poor Chief. It's just dumb. He literally, because the whole season we've talked about, like if Cortana takes over <clears throat> Chief's body, then he will cease to exist. That's what the precedent was. That's what we've talked about with Halsey. Mm-hmm. So Chief is gone, or or John, I guess, is gone. And this is now just Cortana well, in a Spartan body. Well, well what so they, they established was that, um, you know, her goal was to overwrite Chief's consciousness. Mm-hmm. But the reason that Master Chief basically commits suicide, where he allows himself to die, is so that. Cortana can take over his body without rewriting his consciousness. And so he's trusting her to bring him back. And so like, basically when Cortana releases control, master chief's consciousness can come back without it being, have, having been wiped out from his brain. Okay. 
So every time he gets into a situation that he can't handle it, he's going to turn over his control to well, just kill Cortana? Me. Well, I, I think what they're going to set up is that when Master Chief comes back, he's going to have like part of Cortana incorporated with his personality. And so he has all those reflexes and stuff that Cortana had, but he's he's himself and he's not being controlled. By, I think that's what they're setting up for season two, because that's going to be like the Master Chief we know from the games. And um, like that, that's just like my theory on it. I, I would have kept watching it if I could have Cortana kill me while I was doing it. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a good idea. I fundamentally disagree with what they did with Chief's yeah, character. I, 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 it has nothing to do with the Halo games that I've played. Um, Cortana and Chief are two different personalities. Cortana is there to help Chief. She's not in control of his body at any point in time that I remember in the games. It's not, it's not how the relationship works. And also the relationship between Cortana and Chief in the games. It's, it's kind of like that... You know, they 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 made made a romantic relationship between Chief and McKee in in this season, and mm-hmm. it felt like that should have been reserved for Cortana because there, it is kind of a romance, yeah. in a weird way. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I've always seen it. It's like, yeah, you're in love with this woman. You're in love with her personality. You know, you can't physically do anything. But the other thing in the games is Isn't like kind of like he loves himself. Then in this show, sure, yeah. I love myself so, so much. I mean, Cortana is just a variation of Halsey, though, right? Yeah. And another big difference in between the games and this is uh, Cortana is not like integrated into his brain. It's, she's very much a separate entity in the games. Like yeah. she's she's on like a flash drive, and she can transmit herself to different you know things. Like she's part of the ship for the Pillar of Autumn and whatever. And then when when she wants to remove herself from the ship. Chief takes her conscious out like a USB drive and plugs it into the back of his helmet because there's a whole uh, Halo three, the entire game. You don't have Cortana with you. She is removed from you and you have to go and rescue her from Gravemind, which is the floods like consciousness. And like that's not going to work if she is integrated into his brain in this show. Like they're not going to go that direction at all. There was actually a scene in this episode where Chief is flying uh, the Pelican through the gravity um, lens. And uh, Cortana is there to try to help him navigate it. And then she starts getting like interfered by like the, the gravity, the, the, the gravity end well, or like whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, isn't she in his brain? Yes. Like, why, yeah. why would she be interfered? By I, I asked the same question. I'm like, that doesn't make any I sense. I always thought she was like integrated into his chip network in his spinal cord or brain or something. Well, they, in that episode where they, they introduced Cortana, like they put a thing into the back of his yeah. skull. So yeah. she's like there all the yeah, time. Yeah, I don't, I've never had any doubt that she was a constant presence. Yeah. She, she but just, then when, I mean, when he's, that, that's how she knows how good chief is at yeah. Dickon. Yeah. So she's, exactly. she's just, you know, in sleep mode unless he reads her. Uh, and she's, I, but she's more like Google and probably spying on his ass. <laughs> yeah, well, did, she did, does, did yeah. you see her face when he was fucking McKee? She was like, oh, oh. that's like I said, Very man. Interesting. <laughs> he he can never not have a menage. Yeah. Ever. Which ever. doesn't like that's not that's not how the relationship works. <laughs> no, no, he's always having a threesome, right? Is Every that, time. Yeah. All right, guys, before we continue on this conversation, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Oh, we could we could fly. This is your summer. That means six flags in the taste of an ice cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. 
Northern Tool and Equipment isn't just a store, it's a problem solver's paradise. Fully stocked with the right professional grade tools and fully staffed with experts who have the right answers. Problem solved. Northern Tool and Equipment Summer Sale is on now. Stop in and save up to 50% on pressure washers, sprayers, generators, fans, lawn and garden equipment, and more. Hundreds of deals in store or at northerntool.com. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you want to support the podcast and wear some awesome merch, go to saltynerdstore.com and grab some of our t-shirts and other cool stuff that we have available. Uh, we have a lot of really cool stuff. Um, this month, we are highlighting our Firefly t-shirt. It says, we are just too pretty for God to let us die. And it has the uh, brown coats flag on it. It's a cool shirt. It's available for a limited amount of time. And you guys can get 10% off by typing salty in the promo code area on your checkout. And you can help support the podcast and wear some really cool stuff. If you do buy something, please send us a photo of it. We'd love to share it on the social medias. So, so anyway, I like there's things I liked about this episode. The action was fine. I, I don't have an issue with it. I know some people are, are complaining about the CGI, and that, that's I think that's just a I just didn't thing. like it. I didn't it, mind. It, it took me out of it. Didn't it, bother me at all. It didn't. It didn't mix with the aesthetic of the rest of the show. I, I think the, that's my biggest problem with it. I guess I, I don't disagree with you. It is a. Uh, I think it might be of lesser quality than some of the other battle scenes that we've seen, especially that one with the ships and on you, the. You on know the how in in like. Star Trek and Next Generation, yeah. for example, they have all the cool stuff on the ship. Then they beam down. And then somebody's to, and, it's, and it's like, like in season one, where they <laughs> beam down to Armistice Planet where yeah. Tasha Yar dies. And it's just like a black pit and some rocks. Yeah. And it's clearly a painted and set. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this felt like. Okay. And right. this is 2022 not in 1987. And I expect I more, yeah. you know? So, so like we're, we have the scene pulled up right now where we've got the zealot class elites and <laughs> the prophets and McKee's doing her thing like yeah, that. Yeah. None of that looks bad to me. The it prophets looks, and it looks terrible. No, the prophets it looks, it and the like, grunts. It looks like something I can go pull up and play in a video game. I disagree. I disagree completely. I think the prophets and the elites and this whole scene. Now the background, if you're talking that, about that's like what the, I'm talking about. Okay, I'm talking all, about the characters it's, itself. Yeah, no, no, no. The, the, the CGI on the characters are great. Okay. I'm talking about the aesthetics of the whole like entire that, that scene. Stuff yeah, right yeah. There. that's I, video game shit. So yeah. I, I just don't like it. It, it, didn't it takes, me. takes me out of it. Didn't bother me at all. So, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, I just this show broke me with like, okay, we're gonna kill John, or I guess because he's not gonna actually kill him. He's gonna come back next. Oh, season. of course. Obviously, he's gonna come back. But also, what's for, the name, what's the name of that alien with the big hammer? Is that the brute? Uh, Axios. I we're, there's speculation. There's fan speculation that it's a character. I think it's called Axios uh, or I mean, Axios. What's the name of the species? Oh, brutes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, I don't. That's what so, they call. So them, they right? they set up this brute with like this huge gravity hammer. And um, and he basically is the Spartan killer. He's the one who just kicks all the Spartans asses. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, you felt like it was being set up for like a final showdown between him and Chief or like something like that. And uh, instead, like, you know, he basically kicks everyone's ass and then the ship comes and like shoots him. And it's just like, well, he's not dead. Yeah, he's not. He's dead. not dead. But, but it, it was a failure of a uh, of, of a of a setup. Basically, there was no payoff to that. At, at Triox. Is that what you're trying to point to me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly how to pronounce his name, but yes, thank you. So he's a, he's a bad guy from, I think Halo Wars, which is like a RPG uh, army game. And then also the new Halo game infinite. He's like the main bad guy. So he's going to be around for a while. If it in, is in fact him but, in the show, but it makes me wonder like the minute that they saw that they were about to get overwhelmed by a swarm of covenant. Why didn't they just call in the drop ship to like, you know, well, that's what I'm saying. Like chief should have been protecting his team and fighting off the big bad guy, which has been set up. And Cortana could have been flying the Pelican 
separately. And we could have had the hero moment with Chief still being John 117 Chief doing his hero thing and have Kai pick up the artifact and help Riz and Vanek onto the ship. And the same outcome would have happened, but it would have kept John's character intact as the hero of the show. Instead, we get, well, now it's not him. It's actually Cortana. And now this is the actual version all you fanboys wanted was he's stoic and he keeps his helmet on. He doesn't say anything. Well, there you go. We finally gave it to you. Like, fuck you. It's not him. Yeah. No, I'm with you. <laughs> That's like, it's just ridiculous. It was just a ridiculous choice to me. I couldn't, I can't imagine why they thought that was a good idea. I just, I just think they dropped the ball here. I, I don't know what else to say. Now, now if it was Waltana who took him over and all of a sudden Master Chief was oh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. if Master totally Chief is Mark thing. Wahlberg? Yeah. yeah, I'm in 100%. Would've way better. Give it to me. Say hello to your covenant for me. <laughs> I, I watch that show all day every day. <laughs> Just Mark Wahlberg as Master Chief. <laughs> I was like, hey, check out this body I got over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst Wahlberg person. I know, it's terrible. Um, but then he says, he says my New Jersey accent is terrible too, or uh, Boston. Anyway, um, McKee's dead. So here's another thing. I know you guys don't care about this, but fans are going to, are speculating whether or not McKee's actually dead because she dies within the Halo's like computerized so her, domain. Her, her, She's in the her matrix. Consciousness lives. Yes. Which is, it's funny because there, there's a character called guilty spark in the first game. That is like the, the halos, like, I don't know, guardian, I guess kind of, but he's like the, the brain behind how the halo works. And he kind of like floats around in a little orb and he, t- he gives oh. you missions and he tells you how to do things. And I'm like, I bet you McKee's going to pop in at the halo oh, no. and she's going to be guilty spark. And, and John, no. John's going to have to interact with a computerized well, version well, of her. Well, didn't we see guilty spark in uh, Quan's episode where it was talking to um, her ancestor at the portal? It's yeah. There's speculation. It's possible. I just think it would be funny if McKee was freaking guilty spark. I too much, too much speculation around a yeah. show like this. Well, they have so many questions. They didn't leave anything. But that's nerds being nerds. Yeah. I, I just kind of hope they leave McKee dead because I didn't like her character all that much. And <laughs> I hope that they maybe like use Quan in one episode to get Chief to the Halo and then like we'd never see Quan again. <laughs> that would be really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I hope that the showrunners listen to the fans and are like, okay, let's, let's retool things a little bit and like, <clears throat> like let's give the fans what they want. Yeah. Have they made an announcement for season two? It's greenlit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like a date. Season, Paramount, the, the ratings on this show were good enough for Paramount yeah. immediately uh, approved the season two, but there's going to be a new showrunner. So the two guys who are responsible oh, for the season another one. Uh, have nothing to do with season two. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. Interesting to see what they do. <laughs> if they, they, you know, they could fix the show. Listen, yeah. Listen, I'm, this is a season one. Not, yeah. a, not every show is going to knock it out of the park in season one. I'm disappointed most, that they didn't. Most shows don't. Yes. Yes. I, I understand that. So as a fan, I'm not like shitting on this show because I don't want them to do anything with it. I love that they're making a halo show finally, mm-hmm. but I, I, I need them well, to address well, some of these you, issues. You know, what's funny is like, so you have this kind of cadre of halo video mm-hmm. gamers on YouTube who really legitimately gave the show a chance. Mm-hmm. And now that the season's over, a lot of them are coming out with like their season one thoughts, like the act man, the act man is like a huge, mm-hmm. like, like halo YouTuber. Yeah. And he came out and he was like, this show was crap. Mm-hmm. And like, he just did like a 30 to 40 minute video on how bad the he show has, was. he has millions of subscribers too. Right. Uh, oh yeah. 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 He, he's a big deal. And like a lot of other like hardcore halo gamers are coming out and saying like, yeah, I started off liking the show and then like, I ended up hating it. Well, and, even the creator himself on Twitter was like, yeah, I don't know where they got this influence from, but it's not the halo I created. Yeah. <laughs> People were it's like, too bad because it's a bummer, man. It needs, this is a really cool franchise and they could have a real home run with this. This well, could be a so, major franchise and they, but they, 
dropped it. They dropped I'm, the wa- ball. I'm watching this while you guys are talking because uh, it's it's on in the studio. And um, McKee, what is the what is this that she said? The artifact or the halo? Yeah, yeah it's the artifact. artifact. Okay. Uh, why does it look like she's humping it from the side? <laughs> Because of fit, feminine wild? No, because uh, she misses Chief. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a poor... So it, it's almost as big as Chief's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for explaining this to me. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I mean, um, there's there's things that I like about this. The action is always cool in the show. But, uh, but I wanted to say, like, like, this wasn't, like, brain surgery, right? Like, every Halo fan wanted the Band of Brothers yep. Marine um, group oh, yeah. led by Master Chief fighting aliens. Yeah. That's all the show needed to be and that's not what they gave yeah. us. You know what they, it they needed always... though? A love story. Yeah. <laughs> a really annoying side character that made no sense. <laughs> they, I think, because they did do a lot of like... Yeah, deep... but we're, we're, just, we're just dumb plebe consumers. We, oh, don't, we don't really know what no, we want. No, we're toxic. We're toxic. We don't fans. know what we want. Alex, so. weren't, weren't you talking about how like people uh, in the Halo community are, are starting to like you know, just attack everyone who's critical about the show. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking about a, a few specific people that I've, I've been following on TikTok that have just been obnoxious. And I'm just like, you they, they, they will rationalize any decision the show makes. They work who, for a Rotten Tomatoes. Listen, <laughs> who likes this show? Who are the people out there that there's, like this show in, in its current state? Uh, there's, there's not a lot to like here. It's, I, it's, it's like, it's like all these other terrible shows that people have to force themselves to like for you know the people, issues it, it's the same people they, who like star trek discovery yeah it's <laughs> the same five fucking people with a twitter account that that are just super vocal about their stupid shit and it's so just, it's what i've what i've noticed is it, it's it's people who are wholeheartedly against the this, it's, uh, it's, this it's, sounds it's stupid the, it's the point zero zero five percent of people that watch this stuff that are obnoxiously vocal these aren't real fans Maybe. of these of these franchises, and Maybe. I'm just I'm tired of us catering to these well, fucking assholes out there. Well, I'm sick th- of it. Th- there's also this it, thing where like any criticism, no matter how legitimate, is considered toxic by certain people, yeah. and they're just like, "Oh, toxic fans." And, yeah, and it's, it's like no criticism can actually be quite positive if it's constructive and it's you know coming from the right place. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of criticism is born out of love mm-hmm. of, of the content that's being criticized. My biggest thing about the show is is Chief as a character. Like everything else, I'm, I'm Halsey was done well. I think. Yeah, I, I liked Halsey's storyline. Um, when when, I, when, I, so, when I came somebody, to like Kai a lot too. Yeah, yeah, Kai is awesome. When somebody like me can watch a show of a property who I've never been familiar with can point out the flaws of a character that I don't really know that well, then whoever's writing this stuff is clueless yeah you know what i'm saying you know what i'm trying to say it's 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 crazy to me how how they can drop the. i I mean there are good things about the show like Mm -hmm. like i liked a lot of the unsc kind of like political maneuvering i didn't like that they were made out to be such bad guys Mm -hmm. but i did like the inner workings between like uh, perangoski and halsey and Mm -hmm. like how they were like you know constantly kind of trying to outmaneuver one another i liked miranda a lot yeah miranda was underutilized i think she was cool yeah I, i liked kai i liked silver team like um but you know, Quan Han McKee were like two really big issues. So, so it's like this: the the bit players, the secondary characters, we kind of like, mm-hmm. but the main, they just we well, they, they the completely that, dropped the ball. The characters that they created specifically for this TV show McKee just and, didn't seem to fit in. Yeah, and I feel like when 
show creators make changes like that. I feel like they're doing that for people like me. Like I'm not, I don't know anything about the game. Um, and they're adding like a love story for mm-hmm. like the chicks in the audience. And like, honestly, like <laughs> none of that shit connected for no. me. Yeah. I was completely checked out on it. And like you said, like I enjoyed like the strong female characters that were already the, in this thing that it wasn't made a point to be like, look, she has a vagina and she's yeah. tough. No, but Miranda just happens to be a woman who's strong and well-written because she was already in the store source material. Yeah. Same with Halsey, same with Kai, but the characters that they created for like the me in the audience, I fucking hated and yeah. I checked out on the whole Kai, show. They're, they're, they're writing characters for people who aren't going to watch the show anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like my wife is not going to watch this show. She she doesn't care. <laughs> but she would so, probably, so, but <laughs> she might like some of the soap opera bullshit. Yeah, but those that's not what these are for. I'm and, and honestly, like they they missed the mark so hard that they in in trying to accomplish this, they didn't do a good enough job with it yeah. in order to get people like me who wasn't going to watch this show yeah. anyway. Also, Silver Team was not in the games. No. So, yeah, no, so, so Kai, Vanek, and Riz were not they're, characters. Oh, really? Games. Yeah, they're not. Oh. They're variations of Blue Team, which Blue Team is set up very similar to Silver Team, but they're different names and different characters. But the, Oh, I had that completely wrong then. Yeah, the dynamic is similar, though. Okay. You, got, you got two female Spartans and, and John. But and Miranda is. Miranda's in the games, yes. Okay. Yeah, but, but, but I, I feel like Silver Team was one of those instances of like, okay, they're new characters for the show, but they worked. Yeah. Because they were in line with like the source material, whereas people like McKee and and, uh, and uh, Quan Ha were just, you know, they were so distracting Great. from the main story. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and, and McKee, especially as a, like a brand new insert for this show, like the use of her to make Chief make bad decisions was super frustrating. Because if she wasn't in the show, because she's not in the games or anything like that, then he wouldn't have made those dumb decisions and I wouldn't have anything to be upset about. And it's like, come on, man. Like, I don't, I don't understand why they made these changes to Chief. And the fact that people are like, well, you finally got your Master Chief. You've been waiting for all season, but you're not, you're not happy about but it. Like, they didn't. fuck you, dude. That's not him. Like, yeah, we got the, oh, he leaves his helmet on. He doesn't say much. He's, he's a badass. He does his job. But they literally took the carpet out from underneath us. And we're like, oh, it's actually not him. It's now Cortana. It's just, it was just an insult. It was the whole ending scene with, with zombie chief was insulting. Can we be done? Yeah, it was. Yeah, we could be done. <laughs> uh, Dude, it's like, I'm over this. I'm done. I hope they make changes to season two, but I'm not going to make you guys review it with us. No. And, and we'll I, do I, like, what would you give season one as an overall rating? I'd probably give it, I don't know, four out of 10. It's it, it's got yeah. a lot of good things here, but the story just crashes for me. You're so there, generous. No, that's that's exactly where I was going to go to. I, I'm about a I'm about a four, because there was some stuff I mm-hmm. kind of liked, but just it's such a weird it's just a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even finish it. You don't count. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get okay, to give it a rating. I, I'm still gonna talk. <laughs> um, I feel like Quan Hall ruined this show for me. So I feel like I have to separate it. Like everything without her storyline made a whole lot more sense. It wasn't for me, but I didn't anticipate that it would be. But I I got like what you enjoyed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of her, like she made it a one star crap fist for me that I couldn't mm-hmm. even finish. What about you? So there's a lot of stuff in this show that I liked, um, but the stuff I didn't like kind of outweighs it. And it really comes down to the writing. I feel like um, there were just so many questionable creative choices that were made in in this season 
that I feel like detracted from the potential that a, a um, property like Halo has. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, the, the video game, the very first video game, Combat Evolved, like it starts with, um, you know, the UNSC crashing onto uh, the Halo ring and Master Chief is called out of stasis and he comes out and he instantly starts fighting the Covenant. And it's basically just like, a, you know, a, a story about fighting the aliens. And that's what this show should have been. And instead we, we get like a lot of like really strange backstory we get a lot of like weird like setup that never gets paid off and we get a lot of characters that are annoying and ultimately don't really go anywhere and and so you know like i did have a good time watching most of the, the first half of the season and then the second half of the season it just got almost insultingly bad and, and so like i'm right with you guys this is a four out of ten or a two out of five you know however you want to yeah rate it all right we're done that's it for halo are we going to be doing season two no not that maybe maybe we'll do a season long a season recap if it's good because i'm probably going to watch it but i don't really want to well i'm definitely going to watch it i was i was debating whether or not to do it on my personal i think it's going to be like it'll be like a sunday binge halfway through the season and then it's over yeah i don't know we'll see we'll find out but all right that's it all right so what what are we going to be watching in the future any ideas? Severance is on my list of things I want to watch uh, with you guys. And Wednesdays, uh, we're gonna be doing a bunch of uh, we're doing like, yeah we have interviews a, for the next couple months. Right? Yeah, we're gonna take a break from our actual Wednesday like TV show reviews because we have like six or seven backlogged interviews mm-hmm. that we haven't gotten out yet. So we're gonna get those out. Uh, so we have what we have Jan Iver from Norseman that we have to do. We have uh, Adam Baldwin, Adwin Bald- Adam Joe Baldwin, Flanagan. Joe Flanagan uh, interview. We have uh, Hoon Lee as well. We have yeah. a ton of interviews that we need to get. And uh, one of the cinematographers from uh, cinematographers we're from have the Wormwood guys. And yeah, we're gonna have Wormwood on today. Yep. So it's uh, we have a big backlog of really cool people that we're gonna talk to. So we're gonna take a break from the TV shows for a little while, and then once we get done with the interviews, and we'll hop back on. We'll yeah. see what's coming up. We might come back for the Game of Thrones or yeah. some other yeah. thing. You can. Uh, on our live streams, we're doing we're doing uh, strange. We're doing Star Trek stuff. We're going to be doing some Orville on that Saturday morning stream. Um, whatever you do on Mondays, Matt's probably going to cover some stuff. Yeah, and so. we're still going to do our our four episodes every month for the Patreon mm-hmm. of those shows. So next month we're doing uh, Orphan Black. Yep, and then the month after that, Star Trek: The yeah. Original Series. Sweet. All right, guys, uh, that's it for the episode. Thanks for joining us. Comment below what you thought. Uh, give us a rating on the uh, season. Is Are you with us? Four out of ten. You like it more? You like it less? Whatever. Let us know. Vader, where can they find you on the socials? Um, you can find me at MattVader74 on all of these socials. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Cool. All there. All right. Jude? You can find me at I am Jude Juju on Instagram and on TikTok. Matthew Kiddish. You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter. Kadishbooks.com takes you to my Amazon page. And uh, thanks for sticking with us. We've had a hell of a time dealing with CBS and uh, and uh, YouTube and all this stuff, getting copy striked almost every time. So thank you for hanging in there. And hopefully the next show we do won't have these issues. Yep. It feels good to be done. Yeah, it does. Uh, before I get out of here, I want to give a nice proper thank you to Dan in our Halo chat. He's been great sending um, a bunch of really cool information about Halo. We've been going back and forth on the show, what we like, what we don't like. It's been great interacting with him and several others in our Discord app. So if you want to join us for conversations about shows we're talking about head over to saltynerdiscord.com and you can find the chat room that you want uh, whatever show we're talking about it's usually there and uh that's it thank you all we'll see you next time stay salty
Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola, come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola, come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99.